1: morning, Tallahassee. It's Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse. Yay! And I'm still going to clap. The clap
0: begins. <laughs> Everybody likes the clap. It
1: is happy Saturday. We are in June. Yay. Half done.
0: Well, not really. Although, it is certainly getting hot.
1: Yeah, it was 97 today.
0: I know. I felt but every But the humidity was lower, degree. so I was good with it. Yeah, but we've had a breeze the last week or so, which has been quite delightful.
1: Do you think we'll still have a breeze? No.
0: I do not. <laughs> it's just in Mr. time. Mr. Positive Well, over here. just in time for me to really start staging some homes, which I always say I'm not going to work in the summer months because I do not like to be hot. However, it never works out for me. We have bills so, to pay in right, the summer so months. I, <laughs> so I'm still available.
1: We have bills to right. pay. We're still doing it. Call me. Yeah, we do
0: sell homes
1: in case anyone is curious.
0: Lots of them these days.
1: 850 Oh, Ooh, that's not even me.
0: <laughs> no, it's not for once. <laughs> You're struggling. Your dad's. In My here. dad's in the playoffs uh, today. I know,
1: but that's like good, like uh, music, music. Yeah, that's good.
0: He obviously didn't hear me when I said, "Please turn off your <laughs> ringer."
1: <laughs> so I got, I got, I got screwed up. But we'll get right back. Yeah. On track. I have no idea what I was talking about.
0: Probably right back in.
1: No. Well, we have questions from Facebook. and We're going to talk market value. So, how was your week?
0: Busy and we've had we had the holiday so even though i had an additional day off to recover from my son's graduation yes congratulations um, never really get a you're day done off. dude I, you're well, done that, well i'm you're not done. i'm not done I you're done my last collegiate yeah but you're done
1: like uh, you're fairly done
0: i'm fairly done not completely but fairly no. but um i on the way back and yesterday went to work and got two listings three actually one over the weekend we six total for the week. right so it's been very busy so even though we had a short week i feel like i'm working just as much but that would not be abnormal for most out there so can't complain
1: no and i'm curious like yeah i'm an analytical person on the show i'm a little bit more anal- so is that is all of the listings coming out because the market's shifting or just because we're really good at what we do
0: I don't feel the market shift yet. I feel like there are times when the market feels like it's shifting. It also shifts different, in my opinion, based on price point. Mm-hmm. So, well,
1: it's always slow until it's not.
0: Yeah. And right now it's not. Yeah, currently not, for sure.
1: And it's the normal cycle of things to have more listings in the summer.
0: Yeah, regardless. definitely. But when I look back at last year, it didn't seem... Like as much as it does now, and yet our inventory is much lower than it was a year ago, yeah, it does, so, so that's what
1: we're going to talk about today,
0: but I mean, fortunate for us, we have lots of buyers and we're getting lots of listings, so good, good times.
1: my week's exactly the same as it was last week, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which means
1: <laughs> no one died, good. so that's it's good,
0: gold star for that, yeah,
1: gold star for that, I just working working it. Like just continually working. you were
0: working it. The you foot is work- on the pedal. It was nice to be away and have everything flip it all to you. <laughs> and I did. I know. I got it
1: done. I like you those. Did. I like those fast transactions. The fast showings. I like. I like showing. Well, home. And I, I really like and enjoy showing homes.
0: And last last week seemed to be an abnormal week for me, just the amount of referrals that I had. So I was flipping them to you. So I. Had just met them, and then you're meeting them, and we're trying to work out a deal for them. But everybody's very happy. Everyone everyone got a house. So last week,
1: we got one, lost one. This week, we got one. So it comes in cycles. You just have to be available. And that's my advice to any new realtor. You have to be available. Showing up is 90% of this gig.
0: It's 90% of every gig.
1: It really is. Welcome. Show up.
0: My PSA for the day.
1: And read your contract, which I continually tell people. Read the contract. Like, read it every day. Whether you think it's boring or not, read the contract. Because you're going to learn something new in it every day.
0: Yeah, hopefully not at the uh, price. Expense of a client or
1: yourself or error and omissions
0: insurance. That's the real challenge.
1: So we're going to talk about market value today. And the reason that came up was because these listings were coming in. And it's been a lot of pre-work. You know, They're all signed at one time. But it's a lot of pre-work. But I, and I watch videos for people who are smarter than me in these areas like appraising. And this gal said, market value, it's the buyer and the seller. And I was like, that's not, I don't know why I heard it differently. That's not the definition of market value. No. The definition of market value is not just a buyer and seller coming to the meeting of the minds, there's other economic situations that surround that define as an appraiser, which I am, market value. And I will read. Go on. The most probable price which a property should bring in, a competitive and open market, which we have, under all conditions requisite to a fair sale. The buyer and the seller each acting prudently, knowledgeably, and assuming the price is not affected by, wish we had a drum roll, undue stimulus. And right now, we are in undue stimulus. So just because the home is appraising, and just because, I think buyers, realtors, Sellers need to be very aware of the undue stimulus that's coming. I'm not saying it's a bubble because I don't believe it is. Mm. But the government artificially lowering rates, keeping them between 25 and 3.5% and and is undue stimulus. In a normal open market, that would not occur. They'd be 5 55 somewhere in there. So that, there's a fear of missing out comes in, fear of being priced out is coming in, and then it's just the rate. People are payment buyers. So I think it's making a big difference. And if I see it one more time on these realtor Facebook groups, that is not the only definition buyer and seller. The appraiser very difficultly, which isn't even a word has to come in and then say, is this a real market value or is this hype? Is this fear? Is it, where is, where are we going? It's very hard to do. And I'm sure people will be losing their license Not because they should, just because of the hype. You know, there's so much hype and throwing at it. So...
0: I think that's in, that's important, that whole idea of market value and that it's more than just a buyer and a seller agree. We had recently a, a contractual arrangement where somebody had come back and said uh, they want a win-win. And I said to you on the phone, as I recall, we were talking about it. And to me, a win-win is the contract. The contract is, is the win-win. That, that is the win-win. If you If you have offered and I have agreed, that's the win-win. Anything after that is a win-lose or lose-win. It's not a win-win.
1: If you're coming after the fact, which we could talk about next segment, and you've offered as-is, which we'll address as-is. Address. That's a fun word, right? We will discuss and think about, address um, as-is with the right to inspect. You either have to like bring on that termination, offer the addendum for repairs if you want them, but be prepared to be turned down. For sure. Be prepared because the seller also took a risk by taking the home off the market, for this agreement that you've all signed off on,
0: right? So,
1: Oh well, you're not getting it.
0: But the idea after the fact, it, it, to me, the idea of getting under the contractual arrangement, so I've offered and you've accepted, is really where I feel we have some work to do in this, in this current setting that we have for real estate because it's about the win, not necessarily about the house. And then afterwards, the negotiations begin because they're expecting something different than what contractually they are offering you. So when you've agreed to that, it is not the same in the days of the contingency. And so the, re- the negotiation after the fact, there is no win-win then.
1: If you're lowering your, your contingency period from the average here is 15 days to 7 days or 10 days or whatever random number you pick, you better be prepared that that's a risk and that because of that risk, you could lose your escrow. You could not get repairs. You could miss something on a home inspection. All of those things are, are probable because you took the risk to get the house and then now you're trying to back out. Right. Well, that's not fair. How is that a win? That's not. The seller took the house off the market. We can't keep showing it as being actively listed. We have to show that it's a has a contract on it, but you're not. You want to come in and back it around and then say, you're not being fair, Patty. <laughs> you're right. Well, because I, you've defined fair in something that isn't in the agreement.
0: Right. The agreement, which is the win-win. That's what everybody thinks That's is the win-win. Is. That's where it starts. That's really where it should end. And if, but- it, if
1: the appraiser can't meet or exceed that contract price, then undue influence is probably... Ta- not undue influence. Under stimulus is probably coming into some grips and people just may have to come with cash
0: yeah, to satisfy that no undo, Which I can't wait till we get into the statistics because that's one of the things that I first noticed in our our stats is how cash is making a, uh, a comeback. But I think it's... We used the, to
1: only be 10%. I
0: think it's specifically in order to obtain the deal and then they're, coming they're back. likely refinancing afterwards. I think, yeah, they're borrowing against the, their 401 k In order to win the deal. Or 403Bs. So it's a little bit artificial. Stick
1: with us. We're going to answer questions from Facebook. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse,
0: 850-656-0009. Hello, girl, it's been a while. Guess you'll be glad
1: to know that I've learned how to laugh and smile. Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson at Patty's Playhouse. Scott and I so talking about market value and the true definition isn't just a buyer and a seller coming to an agreement for payment. It's the most probable price which a property should bring in a competitive and open market under all conditions requisite to a fair sale. Buyer and seller, each acting prudently, knowledgeably, and assuming the price is not affected by undue stimulus. And in our discussion today, we're talking as undue stimulus is artificially lowered interest rates. So, we have some questions from Facebook. Um, My friend Jessica She's like, a fellow realtor mentioned to me that she's heard from two separate people recently, one a title agent and another someone who has education towards being an appraiser. They both said appraisers make appraisals match contract value. That's incorrect. What brings that value or what the theory is behind it is the contract itself in a purchase agreement when the appraiser is analyzing the market that contract carries great weight with the appraiser. It's not like a a refinance where we don't know what someone's the willingness to pay. So that contract is great weight. So if we don't make the value at the contract price, say it comes in less, we have a lot of explaining to do. If we're coming in over, we also have a lot of explaining to do. So because that weight, and we do weight comparables, that's how it's analyzed. You'll say it's a 20% weight or 30% weight or if everything is listed at two hundred and sells for two fifty, where is that fifty thousand? We have to analyze where that that difference is in that fifty thousand. So the contract itself saying buyer and seller have agreed to to transact on this and close at two hundred thousand or two fifty, then that's why they're coming in at two fifty. again if we have If all the comps adjusted out and they're coming in at 260, then we have to come in at 260, even if the contract is 250. We just need to provide the explanation of why.
0: I'm wondering if the question is geared more towards that, most appraisals are coming in close to purchase price, or if the question is, it doesn't really matter about the appraisal aspect of it that that's pretty much what's going to happen so in my opinion I look back to 2006 2007 2008 where everything was appraising at such high values even even if the purchase price wasn't that like is the question as an appraiser if you are at something that is purchase price of 250 and everything's coming in roughly 255 260 are we appraising it at 250, or are we appraising it at 255, 260, to 255, 260?
1: If the comparables I use, we we adjust, we adjust for location, square footage, age, amenities, view. When all of those adjustments at the bottom of those that grid column, if everything is 260, then I need to come in above the 250 contract price to the 260. I still have to explain why this one sold and get into someone's head that they're not going to disclose to me why you're $10,000 less than everybody else. I have to come up with a reason. Got it. So the easiest is to just come at the contract price if possible. Right Right now, everything is so wonky. I'm not even actively appraising because I don't do it every day. So I'm not even bothering because I feel like the risk is too high for myself. I, I get it. So I'm not doing it, but I do have a license. it's RD6627. It is the, the contract that self-carries great weight did the it, let's pretend again. So everything it's 260, what were the dates of those sales? Were they three months ago? Were they two weeks ago? Unfortunately, for the market, appraisers are only allowed to reconcile and, and wait the closed sales. Pendings are available, it's added support, but it's not going to change the bottom line. Until those lending requirements and uh, Appraisal Institute, along with Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, allow us to do that, which they're not going to anytime soon, we can't. So Makes they're sense. like, well, this home's listed for 200 Who cares? <laughs> Who cares, especially right now what it's listed
0: no, for? No, nobody the
1: cares. The listing, we've always, we've been saying since my dollar listing on John Keeban that that list price is an offer price and it really has no bearing. And it, this, we're in proof of and that. And
0: quite frankly, shouldn't.
1: It shouldn't. You should just throw TBD on there. Mm-hmm. I don't think there should have a... Why is a... Re, oh, I'm going to digress from my plan today. Sorry about that. But a Shocker. refinance, I don't get to know the number.
0: You don't get to know how much they're asking I'm not for. allowed to
1: know how much they're asking okay. for. I'm not allowed. I can't go to you and say, I have an appraisal for your refinance. What do you need? What are you looking for? Because that's undue influence. Right. They're saying that's bias. So the listing and the contract's the same. I wish we didn't even have the contract.
0: I mean that really would be Uh, a more accurate way to appraise anything it would
1: if there's no influence if you don't want any influence don't give me the contract Mm. otherwise you're going to have influence but no one no one in the appraisal board cares what i think trust me (laughs) but that's a great question because it comes up often it's going to come at the contract price likely but not always uh my sister Teresa asks new facebook question Prices on homes have gone up exponentially. That apparently is because of a COVID problem or something. Do the lenders recognize this? Are they loaning more money for a house that has increased in value over the last year because of shortage of building materials? No, they're not. And that's the challenge with appraisals. Always come in by the lag. They're always retrospective. So if if lumber quadruples again tomorrow, people are going to have to come up with cash or, or something if they went under contract. Tomorrow Contracts today, which is why we have them, they have dates on them, have to be held. They have to be honored. But a future, I mean, that's ugh, there were a builder here in town that stopped taking contracts because well, he couldn't price it, it.
0: It does play a very important part to one of the other aspects that you brought at the beginning of the show, which is the appraisal gap. So in the event that it doesn't appraise for reasons such as this and others— that people are committing themselves and their buyers to covering the differential. So if I have a 275 house and the appraisal comes in at 250, that I'm 25,000 that I'm paying out of pocket. That's not my down, that's not my closing costs. That's cost. outside money. That's outside money in hopes that the market value catches up with it. That's a lot to take on. That's why. That's like Canada. That's, Canada, that's you why, have to put in
1: like 20 or 30% down no matter what. But that's there why isn't I 3%. think we
0: are negotiating so much at, on the back end. After end. end. And, yeah. Because
1: they're all scared. Uh, Everyone signed this contract well, and now settling, everyone's like, settling. I've, crap.
0: I've won, right? Quote, unquote. And then I'm watching the process and you have to be asking yourself, is this the right thing to do?
1: Is it the right thing to do? And will twelve months from now, who what, knew what this gonna was going like? to look like? Right. What's it going to look like? Will I be down twenty five thousand? And can I absorb that in my right. life? It's a great question. So my friend Ursula she took my family photos. Ursula Page. She says I don't have any questions, but my sister, after many attempts at trying to purchase a house, have someone bid on her. They did ten thousand over the asking price. And if it doesn't appraise, what's say... I don't understand someone bid on the house and they did 10,000 over or if it doesn't appraise for that 5,000 over. So once they had an offer on the house, they did a new house and did the same thing. So people are coming. I think the idea of it is people are coming in over appraise. What happens if it doesn't appraise? So if you don't have that appraisal gap clause, which is a made up clause that you should probably have an attorney design for you and craft. That's just me. You have the option to go back and renegotiate, so it doesn't appraise for 250. You have an option to say, Mr. Seller, it didn't appraise. I would like the seller likely is telling you to go blow. He's going to put it back on the market and try to catch that wave for somebody who has an appraisal gap, financial ability or not. Which is the reason why FHA is not being taken right now in general, because if a home does not appraise under FHA, that appraisal stays with the house for six months is a long time, especially today. If you've got a twenty percent increase in your market and you're trying to hold on to that FHA or appraisal, that's a problem. That's why they're not being taken.
0: There's that in conjunction with there's so many other ways of financing that even a conventional these days they're doing three, five, ten percent. It's interesting. Um, and what comes along with that is a lot different in terms of requirements um, for an FHA or a VA or a USDA, different and apart from the others. Is it the same for VA and USDA on that six months? Or is it USDA just
1: FHA? is actually run by FHA. There's so no, so it is six months. Yeah. In VA? I'm not quite sure. I'm not a VA appraiser. Interesting. I'm not quite sure. I know VA uh, consumers are having a hard time getting their um, contracts accepted, so there might be something in there. You know they're very strict about what this, and I'm going to say the soldier because that's what the VA, right. cons- what the soldier can and cannot pay for and can and cannot do. I mean, sellers are just trying to get every second and every cent out, and it's completely understandable. However, there is, you that's, know, they're laying wake in other areas of the market. So, that's sure. and that's not the sellers doing or problem. It's really the government's problem for lowering the rates to become the way they have and kept them. So Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, we are talking about market, market value, and answering folks' questions. 850 656 9 Stick with us. We have a few more to go.
0: you may be. there's no need to act
1: foolishly. If we power- Change in vibe. You're welcome. <laughs> Other than mine, little that's
0: little funny. little Saturday play.
1: Yeah, we're talking about market. <laughs> we're talking about contracts and certain clauses, like this new thing, this newfound fangled appraisal gap clause. That if you don't, if your home doesn't appraise, and you're going to come up with twenty grand, I, you're going to sign this and then sign that. I'm not going to be held accountable for your choices at that point. Because that's, if it doesn't appraise, it's not, there's a reason why it's not appraising. In this
0: environment, if it doesn't appraise, in my humble opinion, because it is changing so rapidly, then that means it's completely outside of the realism of what that price should be. Because if it were closer, uh it's like when you get a repair request. When it's everything, (laughs) I'm then going to say no, but if it's... A reasonable my, right, then, couple thousand. Then of, then of course we want to be. If it's, it
1: fits in with three percent. That's usually like the right. my brain. Three percent plus or minus you could have 20 different appraisers coming at 20 different numbers. That's not untoward. But 25,000, 10%, 15%, come on.
0: Every time I see stuff like that it reminds me of when I was on federal jury duty and remember me telling <laughs> yes. you the guy, he he complained about everything, not about the one thing, but it, everything was wrong. And at some point you then have to look at that and say, "Well, that's not that one thing, that's you." So I when you come at something with such vigor and such amounts that aren't Sensical, then I have to say no. And I wonder
1: sense. about the listing agents being able to explain, you know, because we're all at, at different levels of in our career, being able to explain, Mr. Seller, you're going to sign this appraisal gap. You're going to take your home off the market for 10 to 15 days, maybe three weeks until that appraisal comes in. Because that's where we're at now. And, then, at and week, then
0: they'll decide and then whether they're or deciding. Not. Right. It's not. It's not then. Yep. It's later. Three
1: weeks. Now you've wasted three weeks on the market because you're trying to get five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars extra.
0: That's what's happening. So, I, well, not in
1: Patty's world. No, I
0: get that. I, we're not doing that. But I'm <laughs> no. saying that's what's happening. So, buyers believe that sellers will not say no because they don't want to start over. That's well, not the case.
1: Buyers are are retroactively going to the bread, thinking they're at the same pizza party, and they're yeah, not at the same not at pizza all. party. Not at all. They're not. The pizza party is now, you're buying your own pizza, we're all Dutch. Right. And that's right. The, the buyer's like, well, now I have you. You can't, you can't quit on me, Mr. Seller. You can't terminate. I can terminate, but you can't terminate. So you can't quit on me. So you have to give me $5,000, or you have to give me these repairs, or you have to negotiate downward. No, I don't.
0: That's mafia contract. That's not real contract.
1: By ultimatum, right?
0: But you, that's what but is what's con- happening. But a contract is not by ultimatum. You know what I mean? That's I the know. challenge.
1: We both know that people are coming in with those four hundred one k's, and they're trying to buy a house, I and know. then they're like, "Nope, I'm getting a loan." Well, now you've said cash. That's fine, but now you've switched to credit. You don't have all those little saving graces that now you have credit in that contract. So you've already lost your binder, basically. And you may not close on time because you now you need an appraisal. But you also need access for the appraisal. So if you didn't put that little checkbox on your contract, you're not allowed to have access for that appraisal. True that. There's a whole lot more that goes into this than opening the doors. So it's just to make sellers and buyers beware. If, you, if a seller takes that home off the market, you are nowhere near to the end of this road. Nowhere near to the end of that road. It's very... Very weird, and and the article and um, or the video I watched this morning was like comparing real estate to GameStop. GameStop, the with
0: I I recall remember.
1: Yeah. So with Robinhood, where they're, I mean, GameStop is still very high on the the purchase price. But would I want that in my son's college portfolio? You would not. So (laughs) you want something that's a little bit more stable and less radical. Agreed. And and these. Buying these homes on this, if you're an investor, that's one thing. But if you're going to reside in it and you want to move up in five years because you plan on having a bigger family or 12 dogs or whatever it is, whatever is, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. And unfortunately, then we'll go into supply and demand. I, I don't think the supply is going to uh, be increased anytime soon because I of artificial government influence. I do not either. There will not be, there should be uh, foreclosures coming in the future, but there will not be. There's a moratorium on it. There will continue to be a moratorium, I guess, and that affects affordable housing because those foreclosed homes or the people that have not been paying on their mortgage, those likely aren't the five hundred thousand and above. No. They're likely the three hundred thousand and below, which closes off the market to the first-time homebuyer. Period. And,
0: and and new construction has been been such a thing for those that are in that FHA arena because they don't have the money to go in something you know if you're putting three percent down it is unlikely you want to repair or fix or change out a hot water heater ac etc so new construction works for them but the price of new construction has gone up so considerably you know 30 to 40 percent where who can afford to jump into that market i mean it's
1: on a post-it stamp, for sure, especially
0: in County. yeah, for sure. And then
1: you have our own local government who is unduly influencing by not allowing builds to go up, by slowing down permit, by not allowing builds, by increasing tap fees because you want your ten, fifteen, thirty percent, so that outer areas like Wakala, Monticello are much more affordable. You're going to have flight.
0: Yeah, you're. I'm. I'm seeing some of that. I mean, we don't do a lot. In those particular areas, not that we we won't or don't, it's just it's not normally what we're geared towards. But you're seeing a lot of what's going up in Wakula and uh, Monticello, Jefferson's like going quick, real quick. I mean, school zones won't even matter. It, it hasn't. Look it at won't it. matter. It's, it's it's like that little cute Cross
1: Creek neighborhood. I always thought it was so cute in Monticello. It's getting built out. I mean, people will just transport their kids where they have to go because the majority of employees in this area are state and university. And there's so there's only so much limit to which they can spend.
0: That and if you are in an environment that has changed with the covid, so you're not going into the office at all or as frequently as you used to, moving further out is not so problematic as it once was. Nope. You're not worried about traffic, you're not worried about getting there, you're worried about coming in on a Friday and you know, doing what you got to do and going home.
1: I do think if everyone's going to buy toilet paper at the same time, just like they are houses or gas, then, you know, three weeks later, there won't be any gas and there won't be any houses and there won't be any toilet paper. So it's kind of coming into that right now. So we were talking about cash earlier. Yep. So cash, paid in cash, true cash, according to the realtors, the realtor is writing in on their listing that it was paid in cash 70 in April of 2021, 53 in 2020. So that's upwards
0: 32%. That's pretty significant.
1: It's a big number. I,
0: I, I think it's artificial by, by what we said before. Mm-hmm. It's those that are cashing out and then refinancing after now that.
1: Now here's a complete misnomer. New listings, 513 in April. Last year was 443. So listings are up. It's just the demand. Here, listings are
0: up 15% almost 16% thing. here's the thing on listings a lot of them are coming up in contingent before they're even listed so it's a listing but it's almost a fake mm-hmm. listing it's happening before but
1: there is inventory but there's there's there more is inventory, inventory than which makes than what, sense what we're because hearing. back
0: then I mean that you have to imagine this all happened kind of March April things were really, really just kind of settling in during that time I mean that's when I bought my house. It was a year ago, June first.
1: Median time to contract is only five days less, twenty six days. Now, unfortunate in our area, which I wish they would fix this too, but no one likes me. So, uh, once we put it under contract, our days on market is actually still counting mm-hmm. until, until we, it we change it to pending, right. And then it stops. So I wish that would. I wish more realtors would recognize that and go in and change their contingent to pending sooner, because I think it would help all of us wouldn't show a 26 day ours is like six six to contract and then you know you have to get to closing which is separate but that's it's there are homes for sale it just may not be in the condition folks want the price folks want and then these tiny lots that are only coming up I think they the days of the quarter acre is long gone long long gone
0: so we have more new listings but we have less Inventory because the supply is 2.6 months versus 3.8. That just means it's coming up and in, in going out as quickly as it mm-hmm. as it was, if not sooner. That's, That's interesting.
1: And yeah, going back again, how long is this going to last? As long as the government keeps their foot down all, all the time. And I don't think that people realize how it is going to affect the affordable housing side of it. It's just like when the builders locally only wanted to start building four hundred thousand dollar homes. Fine. You can do that, but now you've gone your move up is dead.
0: Correct. Well your move up is dead. You can't create it. Mm-mm. I mean that's a you've, that's a big number to jump up in at that.
1: Yeah, you plugged up that market. This is Patty Wilson. This is Patty's Playhouse. We're talking about the market. 850-656-009. Stick with us. We have one segment to go. My mind is all around.
0: When the morning comes I'm right back where I started again And trying to forget you Is just a waste of time Baby, come back And
1: we are back
0: Baby, come back
1: Patty Wilson Patty's Playhouse, that's Scott Coward We do sell houses Our number is 850-656-0009 If you have any questions You can always shoot us a me at text anyway, so okay, we're talking about affordable housing and the pricing, and i i my personal opinion, the government influencing here locally, where we can build, where we can't build, which is normal, but they call this the m s a which is the metropolitan service area, like we could we can only build in certain parts of Leon County, like can't go up if you're here, you can't go up past childs. I think there's a moratorium, they don't want sprawl. However, you're gonna have a big, big flux of people moving back to Wakulla. It's gonna be like six lanes soon going to Wakulla.
0: Right. Or they're gonna go all the way to Thomasville.
1: Or they're gonna go to Thomasville, Cairo. Yep. Colquitt, to say it right. Yep, I think so. Hmm. Oh, did you watch Mayor of Easttown? I've seen the last. I've seen. Oh, you gotta watch it. She says home. I'm still watching hacks. Oh, this is good too. Yes. So deliberately, like, uh, it just going on about it, where a where the uh, realtor chooses to list the home. We, as a practice, list for what we really think it's going to sell for, except for that one time it did a dollar, which you know, let's face it, worked. But <laughs> that, other than that, we really try, we don't list it like a 250, no, thinking we're going to get 280. We really think we would list it at 279 at that point. Correct. I don't think, and I mean nationally, I don't have any specifics, but this article and what I see is the same that realtors are artificially lowering to drive up that price. And that is deliberate and allowed. It's not a problem, but it is allowed to inspire competitive bidding. But once you get the highest bidder, you better hope they don't get some buyer's remorse.
0: I couldn't agree with you more.
1: It's They've got to stick but with that. I think you're house.
0: 100% right because if you look at the stats that are before us, one of the main stats is what things are selling for in terms of list price versus the actual contractual Can we go price. Back to that one? And we're 100% currently, and that's because we're likely over 100%. Um, Are some selling for under list price, yes, but here's where I see an opportunity. Not only are they listing it a little low in order to drive competition, where you're listing it because of where you think it's going to be. So if I had a 350 house and I thought it was gonna be 370, and I priced it at 340 to drive it up there, that may be working, but then you get buyer's remorse. And then at that 350, the challenge is that if I think we're gonna get at 370, you price it at 370, because everything is selling for what list is, many people are not offering on those that seem overpriced because they think that that's what they're expecting. I mean, I just won one in Waverly for this exact issue that they had it priced at 439 and it it sat. And I was speaking at closing to the listing agent. He's like, I was so surprised how many people kept saying they love the house, love the house, love the house, but they didn't offer. And I got it for like $20,000 less but I made an offer. So people aren't making offers even in this this crazy market if it's priced well above what it should be. And so the thought process, the mentality of all of it, and it really is a psych thing, right? It so is all of this. Because I know, everything, I know everything's selling at 100%, if not more, that if it's 430, you're expecting 450. No, they were actually expecting 430. That's just really what they thought it would sell for. And it still didn't. I think it hurt you. So it, it's just crazy to me how that pricing thing were before. You know, People always say, I don't want to leave money on the table. And I also want to be able to get what I can get out of it, right? It's, it's that balance. The, the market will tell you where you need to be. You just need not be too far low or too far high in terms of getting there. Be realistic. Not realistic in terms of what you want, realistic in terms of what you can get.
1: It goes back to condition. I visited a home uh, in another county, asked by a friend, would you go look at this home for me and see what you think. Everything else in the neighborhood sold above what this was listed at, but this condition is so untoward, like its design style is so cold that it wouldn't matter. Even though it's priced like $20,000 less. It's it won't sell for even where it's at.
0: It's well uh, because
1: the condition is so off-putting. Well, I've said, and time, it's not dirt anything like that. It may appeal. be a
0: great market, but people, people are, are not, not delusional. People are not delusional.
1: They are not delusional.
0: If you have something that marketability is there, it's that Chip and Joanna and everybody else wants it, and they're going to want it. It's all about that. So I get where that works, but if you have something. That doesn't make sense. The flow's not good. The styling is inadequate. Six and different you, flooring yeah, types. Yeah, and you're still tr- you're still trying to get top dollar because your neighbor did, who is well equipped. You're not doing it. It just doesn't work that way. And I saw this house, and I have to tell you, it's it's not happening.
1: No, and it, and it's frequent, but there are gems in there. There are that if you don't mind.
0: But I'm not out doorways a, but and a ge- stuff but a gym to me is a gym that i know i'm gonna spend money on in order to get it to that i'm not paying top dollar and no. and then trying to find the gym no like if and you're paying top where, dollar the gym has to be that's there.
1: where it's, it is psychological because people are attached to their homes they're yes. attached to their choices that they made at the home goods or the tj maxx or wherever they bought wherever. their stuff they're attached to that and they're like well if i like it look good be right then everyone else is going to like it. And unfortunately, That's not that has works. not changed. No. It, unless you make that look good, be right, really cute, you're not selling Listen, it for there, that amount. Listen, I'm going Our to homes all the time where,
0: where, quite frankly, you have fabulous stuff. It's not to scale and it's not placed right. So sometimes it's just taking what you already have if it is nice and, and rearrange working with it. it. I mean, I could do that day in and day out. But sometimes it just doesn't make sense. But just because it's a couch doesn't mean... And it's a new couch. just, I just because spent it's a 1,500 new, it on it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter. It's five times the size of your room. And
1: I still think after all these years, my, my convers... I'm slouching. My conversational skill set is not there yet. That I can say to you, I so appreciate that you've loved this home for 10 years and you enjoyed these family events here. However... The market is not going to translate what you have. In the last uh, listing appointment I went to, um, I took pictures and showed him this is what it will look like in the multi list. It's all yellow. You have yellow walls, ye- a yellowish floor, yellow. And he's like, oh my. So I had to, I couldn't have the vocal skill. I don't have that. But I could show him, I'm like, this is what I see and this is what the camera's going to see. Do you see it? Yes, he did. What can we do to fix it? And then he was on my side. What can we do to fix it? He's all for it. But how do you do that without insult? I mean, it, it was like, how do I do? I've known these people for 15 years. I don't want to insult them by any stretch. It's their home, and I completely respect it. But I want to sell for top dollar for yeah, him. I'm
0: never, I'm never for them. I'm never there to insult or mm-hmm. to try to or to minimize anything that's going on. But if my job and the the value that I bring to the table is if I were to do these things, it will do this. It's a decision tree. That's all I can provide you.
1: The camera does not lie.
0: No, it doesn't. The camera doesn't
1: lie with Patty's time gobbler. And time again. It doesn't lie with Patty slouching. It doesn't lie with Patty wiping her... Like, the camera does not lie. No, for sure. So, But even still, until you're faced with Patty, you've, you've got a gobbler here. You've got an issue. You're not going to do anything about it. So it's how do you address but it? But in this-, this,
0: but in this world that we're living in, which is all selfies and and filters, right? Edits. what what I'm editing a home, but when you get there, it translates the same way. If we were to do that, editing with the camera, with filters, etc., when you get there, it's, it's never going right, to end up well. You don't want so catfish. So it's about doing both and about doing it in a way that translates well for the house and for the pictures. My, and my for the business coach,
1: it. Pat Mancuso, had a great metaphor. And it was, if uh, you have a tire, it's 20% deflated. It will still roll, but it will not roll effectively. And it will not get you the most for your dollar when you're used And it may cost
0: gas. you more money down the road.
1: Exactly. And I thought, that is it's such a, a great a, visual. And yeah. we've all experienced a flat tire at this point in life. But you're running on a flat tire if you have not made sure your pictures don't show yellow and translate oddly which is i make a joke about it that's my whole facebook persona is these jokes about these homes but it's true people are not delusional they're not buying that house for half a million dollars
0: they're
1: just not doing it
0: not unless the land is worth it and they're gonna and they're
1: not gonna pay for an appraisal gap and they're not buying you you know a trip to brazil because your house is for sale and they're coming at paying all your closing costs it it has to be what everybody wants, what everybody wants is un- taupe and white, gray and white, clean lines, clean stuff. No one in the COVID wants your dirt.
0: And good homes sell every day. They do. Well-equipped homes. Ones that are styled They're well, market-proof. They really are market-proof. They really proof. are, if if you allow us to show you that.
1: And that's why we're the dream. We are. We're dreams.
0: We weave. <laughs> Patty Wilson, Patty's
1: Playhouse. Thanks for listening. It's 850-656-0009. We are house talk with a happy ending.
0: Every time. And leave tomorrow behind.